This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. We're live. That, that's working. That is working. Here we go. Happy New Year, everybody. We're back. Johnny and the Greg live. Thank you for all you um, people that have just been waiting on your phone or wherever it is <laughs> that you hook up your face. Couldn't wait for the new year. Yeah. To get your Johnny yeah. and the Greg fix. Yes. A um, couple announcements before we get going into this fun little podcast. We are going to try something new for this year. We're going to see how it works. So maybe we try it for a couple, maybe six months or so, but we're going to start streaming live on YouTube. So we won't be on Facebook anymore, but we want to do it this time just to let you guys know. Um, so the next week we will be streaming on YouTube. Um, very easy to do that. You just subscribe mm -hmm. to Johnny and the Greg podcast on YouTube and there's a little bell there and you just hit that um, and it'll let you know when we're live on there. So yes, please jump over. It's not hard. I'm speaking to a certain mom that we both love <laughs> not to be afraid of switching over to a new service. Um, all right. It, it'll be. And one of the things that we are working on is uh, right now, the technology that we use only allows us to go live on one platform at a time. Yes. yes. Um, so we're looking into the technologies that allow us to do both. So. Yeah, ideally. So if anybody's out there listening and they know how to do this, ideally what we'd like to do is go to on stream on Facebook, stream on uh, YouTube, and stream on Twitch all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if we require more oomph for that. <laughs> um, so we'll see. It will be one way or the other. Yes, but. yes. So, all right. Um, so a lot has happened already in this new year. I <clears> want to start, just start here, and then we're going to go into uh, what's going on with D&D. &D. We're going to be going into um, hmm. how we felt about Willow. Um, so those are just some things. But before we get that, if you guys have if, if people that aren't into football, if you want to step away for a little bit and <laughs> go get, like, get some nice beverage and come back to us, we're going to start where the season ended for both of our teams and okay. um i just want to say it is such a weird thing to be a bears fan because we were the worst team in the league by far and somehow some way i walked away from the season happy like ecstatic actually because a that lot of a good weird things, yeah a lot of good things are happening for the bears we got the number one overall pick um, the reason that's exciting for us is because we control the draft. Mm -hmm. We control free agency. We just hired a new president who comes in very well qualified. Um, it's the first time the Bears yeah, in 102 years, the first time they've hired outside of their organization to run their team. Yep. So that's a big change. So I think a lot of good changes coming. I'm excited. But I wanted to throw it to you, Greg, because... okay. I didn't get your thoughts on the Detroit Lions Green Bay Packer game. Go. Um, not a lot of thoughts, honestly. I mean, it was, you know, I like any other fan, I was holding out hope that the Packers would get it done. Um, at the same time, really, really knowing that 
but like in my gut going this this isn't gonna happen oh like, you this, your gut was telling you this is oh yeah happen. well yeah and it's been doing that since you know the since mid-season when how far hard down you were we, four and eight <laughs> yeah i re, i mean and yeah. and once that feeling gets in me that's hard to get rid of I like see. that okay. that kind of doom um because i know i mean we've seen what kind of leader rogers is and it's not very much of one i mean no. In terms of the other comparables of of NFL quarterbacks that yes. are out there, yes, and, and 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 to his credit, we are comparing him to the greats. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And, and, so. and well, honestly, I'm even comparing him to the the people that are out there now. Like, okay. Fair I enough. mean, like Mahomes and uh, uh, Mahomes, even like even like Murray. I mean, even who's like Murray, uh, Colonels. Oh, Kyler um, Murray. Kyler Murray. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I even like some of these other ones that, you know, are are getting some spotlight for for, you know, just trying to lead their teams. And all those leadership skills, I didn't see those out of Rogers, like on the field or off the field. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked a lot about um how in the beginning of the season, how he just did not participate in any team activities. Um, he was out kind of doing his thing. He didn't participate in the preseason, which at the time I kind of understood. He's like, well, I'm getting older. I don't want to get hurt in preseason. And I guess even during the preseason, I'm like, well, he's still like working with his team a little bit. And then no, he wasn't like, oh, I didn't know that. I understand preseason. A veteran doesn't want to do preseason. Totally get that. But I don't understand not showing up to OTAs when you have young wide receivers, a young team. Right. And you You know, they're on the same page. You know they're green. You know they're new. Mm-hmm. You you know that you know you're they're going to be nervous playing with you. So you would want to work with them. Don't get into their rhythm, right? And so the first half half of the season was just, I mean, and you'd see it. He'd hit guys in the hands and they drop ball, mm-hmm. um, or he'd throw one way and they went another. Oh, I can't hear you. Did I lose you? I can't hear your voice, so I think maybe you got co- you got taken out. It seems that Greg is out, uh, unless I'm the one that's out, and everybody else is. Shake your head if I'm the one that's out, Greg. <laughs> okay, I think Greg's out um, for right now. We'll figure that out, Greg. If you want to come out and come back in, let me know, and I'll just carry the show. So. Um, so yeah, uh, while Greg figures this out, I'm going to be talking. So yeah, I agree with Greg. I think the best thing to do for Aaron Rodgers, I think the best thing he should have done was he should have came in. Yep. I hear you, Greg. I can't hear you, but I can see you moving back and forth. Yeah. So take out. Yeah, there you go. So I think the best thing for Greg will be back folks. The best thing for Aaron Rodgers to do is to definitely, um, show up in this off season. Like I, if he's coming back and what's really weird about Aaron Rodgers is I feel like he's falling into the same trap that Brett Favre fell into where he, it was, are you retired? Are you not retiring? Like he's coming in and out his, his, he's not totally committed. And I think when the supposed leader of your team, especially a football guy, Greg's coming in right now, I think the best thing to do is to be all in. And if you're not all in, in a sport like football or any sport, you should just not be in. So Greg, you still, you there, bud? Now we're back. Now we're back. All right. So we had to, uh, Greg just had to restart his computer, I guess. Oh my God. (laughs) We're back again. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, um, Uh yeah. So sometimes technology is fun and your mic is like, we're going to, we're going to act like we, you did this for the first time ever. So yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what that was. Um, as I was saying, um, okay. And now Facebook wants to do it all the thing here, but anyway, um, so yeah, Rogers didn't work with his receiving core. So I was just not expecting them to do much, uh, to do much this season especially when they started so shitty yeah and then they got on a roll and i and i was starting, uh, okay yeah okay well they made it i mean right and- well, I, I yeah i agree i i felt like all that time that he didn't show up showed up on the field and finally when yeah. they got together they started rolling 
Mm-hmm. So, and I just thought it, and I was saying when you were having trouble, I was saying to the audience, I, it's weird how he went from, it feels like he's going back to the entire, like him and Brett Farver having these mirror and Me, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. how the in and out, not in and out and you know, and especially in a game like football or a major sport, you need to be fully in or just and get it, out. It really seems, I mean, he was, do I mean, do you remember when Favre left? Yeah, and, and he then he, it was very... like, well, it was like he left. I mean, he was coming back, and then he left Rogers on the hook for. I remember at the ESPYS, the the sports awards, um, Justin Timberlake was hosting that year. Yeah, and he's like, Aaron, Aaron, how you doing? What you been up to? You busy? Are you are you playing football? And they well, we don't know yet. We don't know. And he's like picking on him, and I'm like, man, that's that's harsh. Yeah, and here's Usually for a guy like that, he takes that seriously. He's probably he never did, talked yeah. to Justin Timberlake ever again. Yeah, well, and and now they're he's doing this back and forth, and I don't know. I'm I am myself just kind of over the Rogers era. I get it. I get like, yeah. like if he still brings home wins, great. But he's not right. bringing home wins, and he's a fucking diva. So I guess I'm just kind of done with him. All right. That makes sense. All right. I didn't want to do a lot of that, so we'll just keep that short. The last thing I do want to add in is crazy what the Wisconsin Badger football team is all of a sudden turning into. Yep. They've had three transfer portal quarterbacks come to Wisconsin. Yeah. When's the last? And they're all good. When's the last time that happened in Wisconsin football? It is is weird. I mean, you said down in the Chicagoland area, Uh there are giant billboards up calling Illinois, the pipeline to Wisconsin, and it's all Badger football. What? What? And for those of you that don't know what that really means, when it says when, when it when we're talking about college football recruiting, a pipeline is where you're getting talent from. And Luke Fickle, and it's true. I mean, Jack Sanborn was uh, Leg Zerk and Illinois, and he went up and played middle linebacker for you guys. For mm-hmm. the Badgers, so it, it's not like it's true, but it's the first time I've ever seen a billboard in Illinois where they're saying a Wisconsin pipeline, and he did that more closer towards Chicago, where yeah. Northwestern is, where Illinois is coming back, and it's just funny how I've never seen this aggressive aggression of or this aggressive like recruiting or face, yeah. like hey, Wisconsin's coming, and I love it because I'm a Badger fan, so I yeah. love it. I think it's, it's- great. We're definitely going to see a different style. I mean, yes. I think Wisconsin football, and I'm going to say for the past 30 years, has really been the house that Barry Alvarez created. Yep. Like it, yep. they, like everybody that has been a head coach or whatever, they're going under that kind of Barry Alvarez model. Yep. And he, Barry Alvarez was the athletic director for, I don't know how many decades he was, but after right. he retired from a football coach, he became Wisconsin athletic director. Yeah. And he just retired from that. I think like last year they named, the I field. think he moved into like the big 10 offices. Did he? Yes. I, th- I thought he retired. Doesn't matter. He's yes. not, he's not like in Wisconsin. Athletics. He's not a badger anymore. He's not a badger anymore. Yeah. He's, he's moved on to yes. other things, retirement or whatever else. So it's almost like they've been able to, with the higher fickle, just be like, okay, we want you to be different. Like Wisconsin football has been known for certain things for the past 30 years. Go be different. Yeah. And and he went, okay. Yeah. And, and that's what he's doing. And, I think- and he, he's bringing a style that you guys, or I should say us, everybody I'm talking about, <clears throat> is it's going to be so foreign to us. It will be. There's yes. a bravado that's happening that Wisconsin just isn't known for. Right. Like, like even our fan base, like we're – and and this is a very sweeping generalization, but even you talked about it when we went to the Packer game early this season that we're not like in your face, you know, kind of fans. We're we're yeah. super nice. We're super accepting of anybody who comes through. And and then we know like, hey, if we beat the crap out of you on a football field, it's like, hey, man, thanks for coming. We're, we're here. Have yeah. a broad, have a beer on your way home. Yeah. And I, I think that's going to change a little bit in in Wisconsin, it, the nicety will still be there, but it's like, hey, we're going to kick your ass. Well, uh, which is good. I, I, yeah. I think I'm excited because this is the first time I said, like, and I've been sending you and our friend Tony uh, little snippets here and there mm-hmm. of stuff I'm hearing. And 
One of them is players are starting to talk national championship, not Big Ten championship, not national championship. Yeah, like, like hanging out, like hanging with the big boys of Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. We got a while to go with that, but right. if that's never been the battle cry for the Badgers, nope. it's always it was been always the Rose Rose Bowl. Yes. Rose Bowl. Yep, yes. that's been since I was a freshman in high school. It's right. been like that's our target. Our our yes. goal is yeah. the Rose Bowl, not not the NC. Double championship, not in yeah. season. It's just Rose Bowl. Yeah. And now that's the, I mean, they're like Rose Bowl. Yeah, sure. That's our consolation prize. Oh, right. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's weird. That's really it is. Weird. It's a weird feeling. It's, yeah. it's, it's so, just going to be any, anyway. I'm, I I'm think in you're, to see what's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. It's exciting. I next year's, I don't think is going to take off as great as people might expect it. And I think you're going to get a lot of negative backlash. Like go back to the I form. Well, uh, no, 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 no. You see, it, this is, this is, and this is such a Wisconsin thing is when we start to do bad, mm-hmm. we'll just be like, well, we're rebuilding. It's a rebuilding. I mean, it's, oh, that, okay. Okay. It's, it's going to be that attitude. Um, because then you saw, I mean, you saw that with the Packers when, when we were four and eight, it was like, well, it's a new receiving court. You're just getting used to people. It'll be fine. It'll be, we're going to turn around. And oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I see around here talking to people. Okay. Okay. There was a lot of those. Yeah. I called them excuses. I mean, cause that's just where they turn because you can't just come right out and say your quarterback is bad. Like we, that's not in our, our DNA anymore. You know what? It's funny. You said that I don't, it's so hard to think of Rogers as bad. Yeah. Um, here's the thing though. I think, you can definitely see he still has his Rogers moments. And I, I mean, good moments there, but then there's these moments where you're like, Hmm, is, is he losing a step? Which he could be. There I mean, were, there were throws, short yeah. passes yeah. that you're just like, where, where were you? Where were you going? Yeah. Or, or he threw it like five yards short of his man. I agree. And, and now, a lot of people, I, a lot of people, I love this, that. <laughs> they called that like, Oh, the receiver didn't run the right route. Yeah. And I'm like, but as a quarterback, you can see where he is. Yeah. So, well, in some offenses, believe it or not, in some offenses, you are trained to throw to a spot and hope that the guy gets there. Who's, uh, what we got comments? Yeah. 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 Somebody was complaining about the, uh, about the, the break in the, in tonight's show well technical issues happen yes that does it's, some, that does. it's something that even a small podcast like i'm us, glad you're passionate about it guy yes yeah that's a girl i don't know who's doing that but i'm glad you're passionate about it let's call him a girl because it's okay brother, so. all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right um okay so we're gonna move on no more okay. football guys no be more happy. Football. no more football um we're still gonna be I, I can't imagine where like I didn't watch any football today. Like it was kind of weird because my kids were like, Are we done? Is it over? I'm like, not quite. We're still gonna watch some stuff and I'll keep yeah. trying to super bold. But like I mean the 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 Vikings lost, that's pretty happy. Like I'm not not gonna lie, that makes me just the I'm only not thing that lie would, either. The only thing that would have made me happier is if they eked out a win and made it to the Super Bowl and then got absolutely annihilated. Like that would have that would have been nice for me. Oh, too. I don't think they would have gotten past San Francisco. That's who they not would have all. gone to next. And I think San Fran- I think San Francisco is a juggernaut right now. They are. Yeah, they had a great yeah. game. So and we'll see. So anyway, um, yeah. So we'll probably talk about as the Super Bowl gets closer and things like that. Anyway, yeah. Um, What's so, next, John? Yeah. So what we have next is something that's really upsetting me, and I didn't think it would upset me this much, but it's Willow. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. That show Willow. So my Di- God. Disney Plus put out a Willow miniseries or, or series, eight episodes, which yep. we were actually pretty excited for. Very excited. And I think it probably around the third episode, I was like, what are, what are we doing here? Yep. Like, where is this going? I agree with you. Everything I- da- down to the music choices for the show, like mm-hmm. integrating modern music into this high fantasy world which always the movie had a i felt a good soundtrack and it was just oh, yeah dun, 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 yeah dun. yeah i mean yeah, it's, it's repetitive great. but it was yes. it was a it's nice fine. look and yeah. i just the show like i don't know it did not hook me at all i mean there's there was one cool moment in the last episode with okay. a character who i absolutely despised the princess okay um and then it hit me that they were just doing the old TNT show called Witchblade, which was based off of a comic book. And I'm like, oh, it's Witchblade. They stole from Witchblade. This this is 
I hate this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, I felt this show belonged on the WB. Mm. I think it belonged on the WB. Uh, you know what? Not even. Yeah. Yeah. The WB like circa 1997. Yep. Yep. Like, and I, I felt like whoever was in charge mm. of this, like, look, at first I was okay with the way they were talking. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is like just, and just the choices they would make, you know, yeah. Willow, the guy who's the show's a, the named after him. And, and he's supposed like, he is so far from Gandalf and I would expect him older. Hey, we, we, we expect him to be like this kind of amazing wizard by this time yeah. because he has some talent. And then you're yes. like, no, he's kind of just faking it most of the time. Yeah. Until the last two episodes where he's slinging magic, like nobody's business. And you're like, how, how did he get here? Right. Like, and not only that, he showed like it, it, none of the steps made sense. It showed like throughout that entire journey that it was hard for him to do. Yeah. So in the film, like when he would do magic, like his it arm would, hurt, would hurt, right? Yeah. It was like yeah. he was trying to channel too much power and he, he physically couldn't take it. And at the beginning of the series, it was the same story. We're like, oh, he didn't ever get over that. And yeah. they kind of alluded to the fact of, well, because you're not very good. Yeah. Like, like you have a modicum of talent, but you're just not good enough to yeah. really control magic. Yeah. He's like but a he, really good high school player, but you're never going to get to college. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, it was like, you can teach other wizards a little bit. Yeah. Like, like some of the book smarts, I would say. Right. And, and maybe that would work out for the wizards in training. But then by the end of it, he's like, oh no. And he's slapping a staff down and creating yeah. all this magical stuff. And I'm like, where's the pain? Like, well, how did we get past this? Right. And we never did. They don't explain it. That's and the other part that I think you could say about this entire thing. They don't explain a lot and they don't build up to anything. So when nothing. it happens, you're like, okay. And no, there was no yeah. buildup. So it, it felt like Greg to me that they sat there. And they came up with good ideas. And it reminded me a lot of what Disney did with the last three Star Wars motion pictures. It was, hey, we have these great ideas. We don't know to, where to go with them. We don't yeah. know. We don't know how to flush it out. We know how We're to make it. Put them all in the movie, kind of, and then throw yeah. it on the wall and see what yeah. sticks. Like the Gales, Knights of Ren. Both of you failed yeah. there. The you know? with the the whole Disney Plus aspect right now kind of save except for some of the marvel series i, I don't think they quite fall into this category mm -hmm. but it feels like when disney channel which is still a thing and they have all the different disney channels when they come out with a new series and it's mostly like an after school kind of made for kids yeah um even like the old nickelodeon shows like hey dude and you know camp nowhere and stuff like that it feels very much like that level of writing that level of quality with decent actors like we're going to pay for the decent actors but we're going to kind of skimp on the writing and just hire right. some kids fresh out of college or maybe they're just student scripts in general right and it just doesn't flow and no, it, it doesn't flow it's almost it's infuriating yeah and they're you know you could tell like they saved the bulk of their special effects budget to the last episode or at least right. the last two episodes and you're like this doesn't work like right. I don't know if it gets a season two. I don't know that I'm in. I, I know I'm not in, which is a yeah. lie. I will actually turn it on to see, okay, how you, gonna... the, and that's, but, that, that's what it's going to be. My family and I will be in for a couple episodes until yes. it's it, until the quality just isn't there and they didn't learn any of their lessons. And then it'll be me having it on my third computer screen while I'm doing data entry for work. Oh, barely, I will just look paying attention. at somebody that actually spent the time. I will look at their review on YouTube. That's no, that's or, how I'll get caught that. up. Yeah, that's just how I'll get caught up. Tell me what the story points were. Okay, now I'm in the know. Yeah, exactly. And, and why it makes me mad is because they built this great world, or Lucas mm -hmm. did. And they even in this one, they had great ideas. It started out fine. I was excited. Yeah. I thought this is going to get better. And it never got there. Never did. And it took uh, the hero with the beard, Borman. I thought he was good until he got annoying. 
Right. He you never know, like he made a line at the last season, like we're all gonna die. Do you three want to make out? I was like, where the they're kids? Where did that come from, you weirdo? Where, yeah, yeah. Like it was what weird. the hell was that about? Like, oh no, like don't don't do that. Like that was just really that was Awkward. in poor taste. And I thought, what what is that? And then the scene where Laura Dannon and Kit are talking to her brother and they keep doing this back to back thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why, why are we I, like, why I had Ursula this? watch that just that scene. So she didn't watch any of it. She just watched it, that scene. And she goes, this is kind of confusing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they're doing that. Yeah. I was like, exactly. There's a lot of things that didn't make sense. So overall it was a, flop like yeah very very bad i think it was very bad in my opinion people don't waste your time on it that's how i feel about it so all right yeah so greg i wanted to give you this opportunity because you brought something to my attention last week where the wizards of the coast who is a company that owns a lot of these <clears throat> playing games or mm -hmm. like dungeons and dragons and magic of the gathering and all of these things yeah they came out and did something that I didn't fully understand until I had to do some research and go, mm. oh, okay. Now I know where Greg's <clears throat> coming from. Yep. So, Greg, I'm going to let you have the floor <clears throat> and explain um, what, what's yeah. going on there and how you feel about it. So this does affect some things. Like for people that could give a shit about Dungeons & Dragons, um, the idea, though, is that you've probably come – socially aware of it especially in the last couple of years like the brand has grown tremendously yeah there's and a movie coming out actually there's a movie coming out there's going to be a tv series coming out there are podcasts galore of people playing dungeons and dragons let me ask um, you a question real quick just just yeah. the amazon and the movie are they connected no not that okay. i'm aware of okay um same property but just same world just yes. different Different, just different people, different events. So, okay. so Wizards of the Coast, also called Watsi for short, um, they they created Magic: The Gathering, which is a ginormous customizable card game. Um, again, if you're not in the know, I understand, but the one thing you need to know is that internationally, like if and it pains me to say this, but I had the full first set of Magic the Gathering, the G1 set, and I sold it off piecemeal, you know, when I was in, in my late teens, early 20s, because I just wasn't playing the game and I didn't care anymore. If I still had that today, I would, and sold it off for the face value of the cards, I would be in the millions of dollars. Shut up. Not not kidding. Like That must make you sick. A little bit, but at the same time, I didn't know any better. And as a as, yeah. as a collector of things, who who knew? Like who knew that in when when I was that has to be one of those situations when I was where it's like when I was nineteen and just trying to sell off some of my magic cards so I could go to a comic con in Chicago. Yeah, and I made enough to go to the comic con. But if I would have hung on to it, I could have paid off my house. I mean, no one knows that. Um. Anyway, so, yeah. um. So that's how big this is for that community. Mm -hmm. um, so Watsi saved Dungeons and Dragons back in the late 90s, early 2000s, because they bought it. Like the company that created um, Dungeons and Dragons, TSR, was so upside down on all of their debts and was just going to be bankrupt and then was just going to go away. But the people that made Magic the Gathering, they were big Dungeons and Dragons fans. They they took their passion for that kind of fantasy world and created their own game. Mm -hmm. So when the opportunity came up to buy it, they said, that's a great idea. So some changes later and that they created a thing called third edition. And then they created a thing called fourth edition. And now we're in fifth edition. Um, when they created third edition, one of the genius things they did was they created what was called the open gaming license. And the open gaming license said, here what here's what it is. We we still own the rights to all of our our characters, all of our fantasy settings like Forgotten Realms and Dream like that that's all ours. But the way you play the game, the way you roll the dice when you roll them, kind of the setup for the game, we're going to open that up so that anybody can use it free of charge. And what that did is it created uh, a space for independent creators to start publishing their own stuff 
and using that rule set. So it was compatible with the Dungeons and Dragons rule set. And I think, you know, their original idea was, hey, if you want to do stuff on your own, create it, use our rules, no problem. Well, that was over 20 years ago. There are companies that have created, you know, quite a, a plethora of gaming material. And so now uh, WotC has been bought by Hasbro, the giant toy company. And that was also a couple of years ago. But Hasbro slash WotC saying, yeah, we're going to change this open gaming license agreement. And we're going to take a chunk of that. So if you're a publishing company that makes over 750000 a year as a company, we're going to make you pay us 25% of your gross. So that's cutting into a lot of businesses. And it really hurts the overall community. And they had a couple other things in there. There's a lot of YouTube videos on there if you're really interested to, to go and check it out. And I can link to some in the descriptions down below when we go <clears throat> Thursday. Um, that it just, what they essentially did is they gave the middle finger to all independent creators and to the gamers themselves. Like they said, we don't care what you want to do. We have come to realize that the brand of Dungeons and Dragons is much more valuable than the game. Of Dungeons and Dragons, which is why you're seeing things like the movie coming out. You're going to see a new series from Amazon. I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to re or if they're going to release some kind of animated thing. Um, there's more t-shirts. There's more. There's just more stuff with the stamp of Dungeons and Dragons on it. And what they're saying is we're going to hold that. All you third party publishers go ahead and make the game for us using our rules. And that's what people will, the tabletop gamers, that's what they'll use. And then you just give us a cut of what you make. And so how do you see this affecting the, the average, the average guy that gets together with his group? How do you mm -hmm. see this affecting them long-term? Honestly, I'm not saying this for sure, uh -huh. because what we know right now is because of a leaked draft. Nothing is permanent. Nothing is written in stone right now. The what happened was some a staffer at yeah. Watsi that thought was had, what the fuck is this? had a draft of this. Yeah, and what we're hearing is that most of the creators that are there that are gamers themselves are like, this is some corporate shell bullshit. Like we're not on board with this. Yeah. So it's some so, guy up in Hasbro that yes. I'm just assuming it's some guy in Hasbro some that said, suit, Hey guys, what's going on here? Some suit in Hasbro uh, yeah. who's probably never played D&D &D a, a day in his life Yeah, is saying we can make a lot more money of this as a brand and, and not just a tabletop role-playing game. Yeah. So, so what I think is so this happened on the on January 5th. This leak came right. out of this draft. Okay. And the gaming community has been going ape shit since then. Like no one's happy. So a couple other uh entities, one company called Pazzo, they uh published a game called Pathfinder and Starfinder, which is using the third edition rules of DD. That's that's still their basic rule set. And they're a gigantic publisher. They came out and said, okay, if you're going to actually do this, we're going to come up with our own gaming system, invite all those other third press people and we'll to, grow. Use, to use our system again, free of charge so that it's just like it is now, but they're going to take that market share. And if Hasbro and Watsi actually follow through with this, that's what I see happening. Like. Okay. Like the, the people that still have all the books and I, you can't see it, but I got a shelf back here full of D and D books. Like I would still use that to a point, but honestly, we'll probably just jump over to Pathfinder. Does that change the sites that we go on to? And um, D and D beyond won't yeah. be a, won't be a thing that we use anymore, but okay. Pathfinder has their own stuff. Okay. So, so it'll, like there will be digital gameplay still, um, it'll just be a couple rules tweaks that we'll just have to get used to. Um, and, and that's, that's what I see happening is, is the most of the gaming community would kind of say to, you know, fuck you to, to Watsi and Hasbro and D and D is going to turn into a brand that is going to quickly fizzle away because gamers are 
and really loyal in terms of boycotting. So like, okay. If, yeah, if, if this goes through and if this goes through before the movie comes out, the movies will have a general public duel, but there's going to be millions of D and D fans that are going to say, we're not seeing it. So they're going to lose it on market share there. Okay. So, I mean, cause imagine like you saw Gen Con and yeah. that's just a fraction of the gaming community that can make yeah. it there. Yeah. A lot of those people aren't going to go see the movie They're or a lot of those people aren't going to watch the show. They will still watch things like critical role because critical role has created their own world using the open gaming license. Like I that's, see. that's one of those companies that's using the open gaming license to create their own thing and has published their own thing in partnership with Watsi. And once that's broken, like critical role is going to be like, well, fine, we'll go somewhere else or we'll create our own system or whatever it's going to be. Well, I'm so, sure the people at Pathfinder would actually reach out to them then and say, hey. Yeah, if you're if you're an executive at Paz, Pazzo right now, you're really keeping an eye on this because it's like, of course, there's a lot of market share. I mean, I mean, can, it's still, like it's still business, but they're like, there's going to be a vacuum and you can suck step, it all up. Step right. They've already said yeah. we're going to create our own system. We're going to call it the orc system, the open role playing content something, I think is what yeah. it's called. But okay. Again, it was a draft, so I'm really kind of waiting to see the the. Do you final... think it might have been leaked out on? Obviously, yeah. it was leaked out on purpose. But my question is, the motive behind the the leak was There's... it to was it to see how people would react, or was it somebody going, "Oh, this is bullshit," and he sent There's it out? Certainly, a part of me that says this wasn't leaked out by some pissed off wizard staffer. Yeah, this this was like the VP of, of PR or marketing saying, yeah. okay, we're going to do this. It's going to be like a secret. We're going to do it. And right. we're going to see how the, see how, see how the community responds. And mm. The community did not respond well. Yeah. They went silent and went. Do you, do, do you feel throughout the years, the community has never responded well? So what I mean by that is, um, is our people are going to look at the community and go, well, they never respond well, but look, man, everything's yes. fine. They're still when second, when third edition came out, everybody was like, what? I got to buy all new books. What are you talking about? When fourth edition came out, we were like, uh, okay. I don't, why, why are we doing Like, we're pretty happy with what we have. I don't get it. And then when fourth edition failed and fifth edition came out, we went, oh my, and I didn't buy it like for a long, long time. It's been out. 20 years might be too long, but um, well, in like 10, 14 years, something like that. Yeah. Fifth edition's been out <laughs> and I didn't buy it for a really long time. Interesting. Until I finally broke down and, and talked to enough of my former gaming group, um, not the one we're in now, but a, a group of guys from college. And I was like, mm-hmm. they're like, no, we've been playing it. It's good. And I was like, is it? Like, I, I haven't. So that's why I was like, okay, let me dip my toes in here and see what's going on. Oh, they've got some content. Okay, this is good. And then when like the community started to kind of rise up and like we had, we had the birth of Critical Role and like the celebrity D&D gamer and the world started to kind of jump in on D&D and I'm like, oh, well, let's really check this out because now this could be really cool. To, oh, to, I see. Okay. To, to really like there is going to be content. There is going to be you know, both digital and physical stuff that's going to be great for the community again. Mm-hmm. And so far it's been really good. And now they just came out and shot themselves in the foot and we'll, wow. see, what it, we'll see what happens with it. Well, I, it's kind of funny, man, but that's how it kind of works out when, when money starts becoming yeah. the reason you kind of lose stuff. You just, you, you lose it you get too lo- greedy you get too yeah greedy. they lose sight of it and this is you know same thing happened to star wars when disney yep. took over i mean they just kind of commercialized it and they're mm-hmm. more about the brand than they are the actual content mm-hmm. and some of it's good and some of it's not yeah but we'll see what happens yeah right I, I, i'm very much i'm disappointed that they even tested the waters but i'm still in a wait and see yes yeah, wait and see mode mm-hmm. yeah so it has been quite a while since we've actually been on the air talking about whatever life's thrown at us. Is there anything that I can't remember right now that has happened in the last, I would say, month? It's been about four weeks since we've been on here. So 
Is there anything that's happened that we might want to address? Like, um, oh, how about the idea of saying no to Henry Cavill, but yes to the Flash dude, whatever his name is, Ezra that's Miller? Weird. Honestly, I think that has more to do that they have a movie in the can right now right. With, and, with the Flash. Like, they're just waiting for that to come out. I don't think that they can say no ezra miller's no longer the flash until after that movie has been come out makes sense makes sense that's i believe that movie is critical because i think that's going to be resetting the entire thing that's that could be it that could be the flash you're going to go from the i think it's called the dceu to now I'll, i'll just call it the gun and i don't know the other guy's name gun and saffron gun and saffron universe yeah whatever it is i mean i i think that I think you're right. I mean, I don't know what they're going to call it, but I think that could be the crux film because yeah. um, it's probably not going to be Shazam. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's going to be the crux film. I agree. Um, you know, Aquaman, which comes out at some point, I can't remember when Christmas, maybe. Um, but that's, that's just going to be like a one-off, like right. but they're not going to do much with that. Um, I'm interested to see what the DCU I mean, where they're going to take it. And honestly, they have a pretty good blueprint that worked in the animated series. Like the, when the JLA came out, they focused on these, this handful of characters and they did that for how many seasons and it was super successful. And then they came out with J JLA unlimited or just yep. unlimited yep. Where, where they brought in kind of those third tier kind of unknown yep. characters. And those are some, great. I love them. They have great episodes. And so they do. Maybe if they focus on that kind of formula, like they need, they need to have JLA, they need to cast it well, but then, you know, get a couple movies under your belt and then start to play with it a little bit. I guess what I would like to see, I mean, you're going to have the JLA movie, which is going to focus on kind of those major justice league characters. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like everybody's questioning like green lantern, what are you going to do with him? You know, it's a Green Lantern core. So they have honestly a lot of characters they could bring in. That's an entire universe in itself. But and then what I'm talking about is that you could do these little things that you don't have to try to like establish much because the they do a disservice, I think, to the fan base or even just like the, the normal viewer. Like, if you want to know what the Green Lantern is like, at the very least, go watch the Ryan Reynolds movie. Is it a great film? No, but it gives you an idea of what the Green Lanterns are and what they do. Fine. So for this movie, have three Green Lanterns there. You got got Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner, Jon Stewart. They're all there. And they're like, well, who's going to stick around to help out Earth for this one? And they decide who it is and the other two go away. And that's all you need to know. There's there's space cops that wear green rings, and this is the one that we have for this movement. Oof, yeah, done. There you go. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. And and like Batman, have him be there, kind of like totally. Like we never see him. All we do is hear about him. He's sending cryptic emails or leaving cryptic messages or something like that. But leave him like the absolute mystery. That's just he's gonna be the freaky one. Like yeah. Like or we don't it, ever need to see. It's always or you could just create the end credit scene with just Batman watching it on some sort of camera and then taking down notes, and that's yeah. all you or, really need. Yeah, I mean, or he's he, putting it, it in a file, or yeah, keep keep him as an absolute mystery that he's supposed to be. I mean, half the people in Gotham aren't supposed to think he actually exists. Exists, yeah, yeah. So you can't have him around. Well, let's hope. Let's hope Gun knows what. It, Gun and Saffron know what they're doing. And I I honestly trust Gun. I mean, he's made some he's taken some honestly characters that nobody cares about and has made really good movies with them. But let me ask you a question. Do you trust Gun with a solo act? Sure. Yeah. Everything so. I've seen him with, he always has has a team. Uh, it, it, it's a team and yeah. there's always little crazy teammates they all have their little flaws and little their little things so you're still gonna have a cast but i really like peacemaker where peacemakers okay. like, i never actually watched it dude you should watch peacemaker okay i it's, will i will it's ridiculous it's good it shows more depth from john cena than i ever thought he had as an actor okay. um so so yeah it's it's decent yeah um 
And is every episode knocking out of the park? No, but oh, overall, never, I don't know any episode that ever is. I I went like every week. I was there, man. Like yeah. Sunday night, we're watching Peacemaker. Okay. All right. Um. So <laughs> there were a couple of shows that you wanted me to watch. Um. One of them was called The Recruit on Netflix. Yep, on Netflix. Um, by the way, great show. Anybody who has not watched that, go watch that. It's actually mm-hmm. very good, well written, good um, CIA show. Yeah. And the one thing that I came away watching that was, God, I hope the CIA doesn't operate like that. Like, I hope it's, <laughs> I hope everybody is not trying to literally backstab each other for not just to take a step up, but it's literally so they don't have to do work or they yeah. literally don't want to be blamed for it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, I hope it doesn't. I hope it's not like that everywhere. And then I was watching Jack Ryan, and it's the same situation with the CIA, where the CIA head guy has all these operatives out there doing their thing, and they keep telling them there's a threat, there's a threat, there's a threat. And they're like, no. <laughs> and I'm thinking, my God, I hope this doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, I hope people aren't doing that. So that th- those are my thoughts on that. Um, but I did want to go back to another show I watched on Netflix called the I think it was the Glass Onion. It was a Knives yep. Out, the Glass Onion. That was fantastic. And all I thought of during that entire movie was, wow, Greg's right. I see it now. I see how Batista is the best actor out of all the wrestlers that have come out. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. Yeah, and then I'm looking forward to ones. Yeah, the knock on the, the cabin. cabin. Knock on the cabin. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I want to see. He said that is, that is, uh, I recently read an interview with him because in the next Guardians movie, it's his last role as Drax. Like, yes. Which like it should be. Yeah. Come he's on, like, guy's like 50 something, 60 something. Like, he, no, he can't keep doing this. Well, and, and not only, I mean, Tommy, when you hear about him, he's like, I had to fight for them to get so that Drax could wear a shirt. Right. And he's like, and they really missed the boat. The character has a lot more depth than being what he is. Right. Well, it's kind of, he kind of fell into this goofy character. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's his last bit on that, but he's, he talks about, um, this knock of the cabin is going to be the most he's ever spoken in a role. And, uh, is it Frank Darbont or Darren Aristotle? Whoever directed the last Blade Runner film. Oh, him? Yeah. Whoever I thought this that. is M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, the Knock of the Cabin is. But because he did he did another movie with the guy that did Blade Runner. But he's he literally maybe it was Ryan Johnson. I think it was it was Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson did the Glass Onion. Yeah, who also yes. did Blade Runner. And he's like, when he calls up, he's like, I'm there, man. Like anytime he wants me to do a movie of his, I'm in. I'm there. So, no questions asked. I thought that was good. That was um good. I brought up my list. I'm keeping a running list of things that I watched this year uh, okay. uh, out there on uh, Internet Movie Database under the name Jotham Knight. You can look up those lists. Let's see. I've watched so far this year. We've watched uh, the Rich, the Witcher Blood Origin on Netflix. Not good. I heard Um, it was OK. OK. I mean, a, a lot more. The last episode, I was like, I guess I wanted a little bit more witchery kind of things. But overall, it wasn't bad. Uh, kids made me go see Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah, and not bad. Okay, like, much better. Right. The animation style I kind of liked. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of it opens up like maybe they're gonna do another Shrek film. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know if it's gonna be like Shrek with teenagers or what it is because it's been that long. But uh, on Amazon Prime, I watched The Rig. Um, The Rig. The rig with a bunch of actors from Game of Thrones. It's the same, I think, casting company. That did What's it. the rig about? The rig is an oil rig in the uh, uh, was it the North, the North Sea? I think it okay. is. Um, so super dangerous, very cold. Like now, not a place where you can fall in and live. You know. Um, and it's an oil rig, and they come across uh, something mysterious, and then some weird things happen. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Is it interesting? Yeah. Very. Yeah, like, w- it was worth eight, it? Worth it for totally like Ursula and yeah. I to watch it? Eight episodes in. Very good. Great. Uh, Vikings Valhalla season two just dropped. Um, I'm into that. I think it's fun. Treason on Netflix is a good follow-up to The Recruit. I've heard that. Um, I've heard Treason's very good. Yes. Charlie with, Cox. 
Charlie Cox, yes, and and uh, Snarian Hines is in it as well. Um, really good, good MI six mystery. Uh, latest season of Letter Kenny came out. Totally disappointed in that. Wasn't real happy with that at all. Okay, it, it's like like six episodes and they're only a half hour piece so it's 20 minutes when you watch them on yeah. hulu and there's really no i mean it's just here's if you can send to our instagram or post instagram that thing you sent to the group about oh the barn yes <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> that was hilarious there are some great moments in that show there are fantastic moments in that show actually and and like that moment that i sent you I didn't feel like this last season had anything even close to that. So that's okay. why I was a little disappointed. Greg made me watch it the first time, and I thought, this is dumb. And then I watched it again, and it, it's almost it's almost like eating something like, I'm trying to think of something that's a required taste, and after a beer. It's like beer. Yeah, like when you're the first time you ever drink a beer, I don't know any kid that goes, yeah, that's good stuff. Like Usually, <laughs> you go, Oh shit! You you drink that? <laughs> it's bad. You know, so, yeah, it's and then turned. all of a sudden, somewhere along the line, I think your palate changes or something happens, and you start enjoying it. And as you get older, you enjoy it more. Sure. Like the taste, like there's something very refreshing about it. Like especially mm-hmm. after, like we've talked about this, like after you mow the lawn or do some yard work and you grab one, nothing better on this earth. Yep. Um, I'm still actually one of those very few people that like beer with pizza. Oh, you know, I didn't know that that was, I didn't know that there were people out there that didn't like it. Like I love beer and pizza. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a big fan of it. I'd rather have like, honestly, I think Coke and pizza is like fantastic. I haven't had Coke in, I haven't had Coke in 10 years, but I mean, I have my alternative, you know, my alternate ones. Yeah. Even that with it is fine. Is great. I, I can't I, mean, I can't do both. a beer. I can't do a beer with pizza. I don't know. I don't see it. Hmm. I don't, my my taste buds don't understand it. So I don't I don't get it. I don't get it yeah. why you don't get it. But yeah. Um I watched the menu. That's any on. good. Ursula's <clears throat> in the middle of it. Oh yeah. That's that's good. It's weird. Like yes, you gotta know I've that heard going it's weird. In. Like it's out there. It's weird. It's not yeah. gonna be for everybody. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um on my own, like last Friday, I just watched the Matilda musical on Netflix because I had heard some really good things about it. I like musicals. I know you're not a big fan, but I watched it, and Emma Thompson is fantastic. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say musicals? I fell asleep. Yes, I know. Shut up. Um, again, if you're into musicals, it's going to be a great one. If you like Ronald Dahl stories, he's the guy who did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Willy Wonka. Um it's it's in the same vein as those so okay. if you know what you're getting into it, yeah. it was fun i mean let me fun. ask you this do we need to see another movie of willy wonka i don't think so but hollywood seems to think we do so you know it's another one's coming out yeah it's it's with my daughter's big crush right now so who's um who timothy chalamet is playing willy wonka timothy chalamet which yeah. daughter has a crush I, she moved off of spider-man Oh no, that's still there, but she's still a big, yeah. The thing about teenage girls, John, is that they will have multiple crushes. Oh, I know. I I wasn't a teenage girl once, but I was a teenage boy, and I had so, multiple. Yeah, so it's the I same. I still thing. have crushes on on girls. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Um, and then Chris and I watched uh, the Banshees of Inisherin. It's uh, uh, Colin or yeah, Colin Farrell just won a Golden Globe uh, for, for his performance in there, and Brendan Gleeson. And so we watched it. It's it's one of those like it's gonna be up for Oscars, and but I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, they're like it's a comedy. I'm like, I'm not laughing. Yeah, I forgot that's coming <laughs> into my world right now. We're gonna start hearing a lot of Oscar buzz and a lot yes. of this shit. And I nominations have to watch are a coming. A bunch out. of the, bullshit movies that I'm the Golden like, Globes sucks. were just a couple like last weekend oh god so it's one of those things where like you watch it and and you're just waiting for it to be funny yeah and there's a couple things you're like "Eh." well it just doesn't you're like is that if that's supposed to be the funny part that's tragic and okay is is it acted well yes it's acted well um 
is there some production quality to it? Sure. It's it's like early 19th century. It's an island that's part of Ireland, but they're not mainland Ireland. Okay. So they're here during the Irish Civil War, they're hearing gunshots in the distance and seeing like flashes of explosions and stuff. But the the war isn't really affecting this small island. Okay. And everybody's stuck there because it's an island and everybody knows everybody. And you're just, I don't know. It just doesn't hit. But the idea is it would be like if you and I were close to each other, we saw each other every day, we hit the pub every afternoon. And then I show up to, to pick you up from the pub one day and you're just like, no, not going. And then you do show up and then I try to talk to you and you're just kind of like, you know what? I don't like you anymore. Oh. And, and I would be like, well, what do you mean you don't like me anymore? And you're like, I, I just, I don't want to be around you. Don't talk to me anymore. Like ever again. Don't talk to me. And we're on an and, island. And, then, and we're on an island. Yes. Okay. And so as your best friend, I'm going, what's going on? Are you okay? Yeah. And you're like, don't, no, don't talk to me. And, and so, it, and this is supposed to be the funny parts. And you're like, I don't oh, know. that's yeah. supposed to be funny. That's supposed to be funny of Colin Farrell dealing with the idea of his best friend, Brendan Gleeson, like just completely rejecting him. And it gets, how do you, how do you know it's supposed to be funny? Because it's sold as a comedy. Like when you, when you look at it, they're like, it is like, I'm looking at the thing right now on IMDb. It says comedy slash drama. Okay. And I'm like, no, there's nothing funny about this. But again, when like I brought up the Oscars, because there's going to be Oscar buzz around this, like, the Hollywood community, the yeah. art house community, they're going to be like, it was so good. It was so the, the performances. And I mean, it was just so it the was depth. It was so deeply funny how and, he got there. Yeah. And, and, and like the general public's like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Oh no, I've been there for yeah, quite a few. There's, I mean, I'm, I was just going to, do you remember the movie day shift? That came out on Netflix. Yes, oh. and you and it was a terrible vampire movie. Yes, that was more of a comedy than this movie. Okay, I so, can, okay, I can see that. So, like the general public, us, yeah, is going to be going. I, I'm not into that at all. Yeah. Like, I would rather go watch Day Shift again than to watch this again. Yeah, and and it's going to win a bunch of awards, and people are going to question the sanity of the Academy again. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's well, I mean, guys, the Academy's there to blow themselves. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah. They're just just so you know, that's and you know, when somebody kind of when I finally understood what the Oscars were about, I could care less after that. Yeah. Now the only thing that I think <clears throat> I'm interested on is when things like Will Smith going up and slapping Chris Rock. That's that makes me go, Oh, hey, what's going on over here? Did you see Eddie Murphy's? Yes, I believe or- either you sent it to me or I sent it to you. Yeah, in the Golden Globes, yes, he won the Cecil B. DeMille Award for longevity in a career. Yes, and he's like, I've, I've done three things in my career. Yes, like the whole and if time. You follow all these three things, you will be successful. Successful. Yep. And the first two are like some honest pieces of advice, like and show never, up on time, do the work, or something yeah, like that. And learn and, your lines, do the work, yeah. and keep Will Smith's name out yeah. of fucking mouth. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Ooh, it was okay. hilarious. It was it was very good. It was very good." Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if he he's probably daring Will to come and get him. <laughs> I I don't think he cares. I mean, at, well, I think time, when you're Eddie, what is Eddie Murphy now? He's in his late fifties, late fifties, early sixties. But you know what? I've got the page up right here, John. I can yeah. go look. Yeah. Um, How old is Eddie Murphy? And he's he's another one. Like, what's the last good Eddie Murphy movie you saw? Um, I don't know. I I think he kind of gave up after a while. He because he was making nothing but shit films. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think he gave up after the first after the last Coming to America. After that, he just kind of stopped. Oh, that's right. He did. I didn't even watch this second one. He's. I didn't watch it either. He will be sixty-two in april wow he looks great for 62 to be he honest. does he does look good yeah he's he's kind of kept it together um but yeah i mean his oh he did some stand-up 
I heard, yeah, I heard he left to go do stand up again because I, I, I get that you kind of want to go back to your roots, maybe find yourself again type thing. Yeah, I did watch on Netflix. There's one called Dolomite is my name, and it's oh. all about like the black exploitation Dolomite films where he okay. plays the guy. Honestly, that was a pretty good movie. And yeah. It came out in 2019, but it was a pretty good movie. Um, okay. But yeah, everything else since then is like a couple Saturday Night Live appearances. I and, remember, I remember uh, watching uh. That one movie with him and Steve Martin, where he plays this oh, video, and you yeah, never understood um, what the hell was going on here. Like oh, Norbit, no, not Norbit. Norbit. Yes, no, no, yes. no, no. That's not the. Oh, Norbit was when he was a robot, right? No, he no. was like he that was. He played a Jupiter or something. He or... played a nerdy dude, and then like the nerdy dude's like obese wife. Um, Bowfinger is the one with Steve Martin. You're right, Bowfinger. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I mean, you look at his Oh, they're they're horrible. He's like Yeah. What's the last good movie? Go back. Go back to Eddie Murphy. When's the last good movie he was in? I mean, like that we all remember that was a hit. Well, was it coming uh, to America? Well, like I said, Dol- Dolomite wasn't bad, but that wasn't like a big Right. Was, that was a uh Netflix straight straight to Netflix one. Um, I'm not gonna count his like the donkey Christmas special. Not gonna no, count that. No, don't count Shrek. I mean Shrek the third, which was a successful film, was 2007. Okay, so it's been a while. And in between but that, I don't, between, I don't know if you can Shrek give the them. Yeah, but I don't know if you can. I I can't give him a movie where he just supplied the voice. So the last one that he was in that was a good film and a good yes. performance, he was actually nominated for an Oscar for, which is Dreamgirls, 2006. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And he lost. He didn't win Best Supporting yeah, Actor. Yeah, yeah. And then he got up and left the Oscar. He was front row. Oh, he's and they and, and he lost. I remember they cut to him, and his face is just like he was upset that he yeah. didn't win. And then like... And then they never cut to him again. And then a couple of those big sweeping shots. Yes. He was so him walking and, and out. The, and this wasn't like in one of those where they're all in tables, like sitting with, I mean, they were, they were in rows. Yeah. So that's what the Oscars are. And so like, you could tell, like there's two seats here that are visibly empty all the time. Yeah. Yep. And those were his okay. seats. Cause he got up and left. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's been a long time since he had a, a real good film, which is weird. Do you think somebody would write him something that was great? <sighs> or do you think he would write something? Like Yeah. You know, he was pretty uh he was I heard like like he ad libbed most of Beverly Hills Cop. You know, that's a good point. I'm just looking at stuff that he acted in. Maybe he uh maybe he wrote something or something. Yeah. Mm, nothing for writing. The, he did try to get that Beverly Hills Cop TV show off the ground about Why? seven years ago, and that didn't go anywhere. Why? That's not something like like we were talking, I think, a couple. I think we were talking last week that how lucky Vin Diesel hit that Fast and Furious yeah. stuff. And like now he's going to be very like he's rich beyond his belief because of he just hit something lucky. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are going like. A lot of people are going back to that stuff to try to bring it back and make it a franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at his writing credits. I'm looking at his producing credits. It's, it's nothing really. Yeah. I think he also just kind of took off for a while. Yeah. And just kind of just got the paycheck. You know, there's, there's something interesting about that. I mean, that I just saw, Oh shit. I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about this person is like in their nineties and they're still, have a project or 80s or something like man we really don't let people retire in the entertainment industry like they they don't ever take a step back and and same same with like harrison ford like harrison ford's in his 80s right oh my god that guy like he needs to either start taking the old man roles yes or just fucking retire like what are you hanging on to man just retire you got the money you don't just exactly Exactly. The people and you almost re- seem grumpy and mad that people still want your like attention from you. You seem he seems yeah. always grumpy. I get it. If you're 80, you're pissed off a lot. Well, 
And I mean, there are some actors that have retired and just stepped away from making yeah. films. Yes. They're still they're still alive. They're doing fun. Like Gene Hackman. Like yes. Gene Hackman retired 20 years ago. Yeah. And you know, he, he lives in Colorado. He actually or- visits my hometown every once in a while, which I found out about, which was interesting. But but he's just he's retired. Yeah. Like he, like he's it. like, I'm done making films. That's it. Yeah. Jack, Jack Nicholson has retired. Like, has he? He, sure. He's not making anything anymore. I don't know. I don't keep up with that stuff. I thought he did. How old but, is Samuel L. Jackson? Um, he's in his. He's got to be in his 60s, 60s, right? Yeah, he is. Uh, he was born. Well, where is it at? I don't have his birthday up in front here. Um. Oh my God! Yeah, he was born in 1948. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. So he he's 65, 66. Like if I wanted a career, it would be his career. Like you were in everything, and you're not well, that you're not that big of a movie star that where if you have a flop, you people are mad at you about it type thing. But remember, like his career started late, very late. Like yeah. he, 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 before Pulp Fiction. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of Samuel L. Jackson around. People weren't looking for Samuel L. Jackson. Correct. Correct. Um, I mean, he's got a ton of credits here. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm going back. I mean, there's, I, I, his I first credit was that in 19... he would put out movies like three or f- two mm-hmm. to three movies every year. His first credit was as Stan and together for days in 1972. And it's okay. really hit and miss. Yeah. Um, they say the first thing that people really recognized him in uh, is coming to America, where he plays the guy who holds up the McDowells. Yep. But then after that, I mean, even after coming to America, it's a couple different movies. He had a bit role in Do the Right Thing. Some more stuff I have never heard of. Uh, Mo Better Blues in 1990. Okay, so he was working before he, he good, be, before he, he became beca- before he became Samuel <coughs> Jackson. He, yes. he was working. Okay, very much so. Okay. And then, I mean, you can see where he had little parts in these films. Seems in Patriot Games. I don't remember him in there at all. Um, <laughs> Loaded Weapon One. I remember that. That was a. God, national Lamp- horrendous national lampoon spoof loaded of weapon of cop of lethal movies. weapon yeah jurassic park in 93 yeah yeah and then pulp fiction hit in 94 and that's where he really became yeah, skyrocketed him yeah yeah all right man i think we're good probably yeah Hey, uh, for those of you that are still listening to us still watching to us how many people we got actually watching four of you yeah, okay four so the four of you, make sure you guys realize we are going to try YouTube next week. Again, yep. it's very simple. Go on to YouTube and just subscribe to Johnny and the Angel podcast. We're already up there. We've been up there since we've been doing this. Whole time. Um, yeah. And hit the notification button. That will alert subscribe. your phone. Yeah, subscribe. Hit the notification the bell. bell. That will totally let you know when we're going live again. And that yep. way you just pop on that instead of on Facebook. All right. And I hope to see you there. I will still share the link to Facebook when we go live. So it'll still pop up on your Facebook and then port you over to Boom. YouTube. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Greg, anything in the new year or is it still, still the same catchphrase? Kind of still, yeah, the same thing. Just don't be a douche in the new there year. There you go. All right, so for the Greg, this is Johnny saying we're back. We had a lot of fun. You guys take care. Podcast out. Goodbye and good night.